And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Wednesday, August 16th. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. As crazy as that sounds, yes. literally the middle of August. This is the middle of the middle, like as we can possibly get. Maybe one day off if you want to go the 30th, or excuse me, 15th, because is August 30 days or 31 days? I have to sing the song 31. every time. Back to back, yeah. July, August. Am I a child, or do you also sing the song in your head? When I don't know the that? song. It's 30 days, has September, April, June, and November. After February's done, all the rest has 31. Really? Uh, August. Yeah, so August would be 31. Anytime I I hear, like, that phrasing, I oddly enough, this is a really, like, (laughs) rabbit hole thing. But I think of one of the Batman games where uh, Calendar Man is in a cell, and he's just, like, mumbling that to himself, and it's actually really creepy. Well, I'm sorry to evoke that memory of you so early into the podcast. Yeah, uh, so we're, we're off the rails a minute into the show, but I'm glad. Hopefully, you guys enjoy. Stick around. <laughs> we got a lot for you today. We have Celtics news. We have a good Reddit post, and Ratlist today is going to be good. So stick around to yes. the end. Yes. Before we do get into that, though, we wanted to thank you all for the support. We joined CLNS. We told you guys last episode had a couple yes. of nice comments. Had some other people comment. Um, we appreciate the comments, regardless. Though we, I always say at the end of the shows, and I know Sam feels the same that we. Uh, appreciate the comments more than anything because it shows that like people actually listen to us which again i I talked about this when we talked about um joey spatula's mentioning that like oh somebody came to my food truck said they listened to the show Hmm. it doesn't like quantify in my or whatever you want to whatever adjective or verb or whatever it doesn't like register that's the word i wanted yeah register click in my brain that like actual other people like listen to the show and like listen to every show um and that's just i think that's cool like that's just it, it it it, it's cool to think about like we got a couple messages so, some were like oh you know war I, I don't know if they're worried that something was going to change nothing's going to change uh in terms of the podcast the same episodes the same daily uploads everything is on our mm. channel is going to be exactly the same we're just also posting the podcast a day late making new friends yeah. exactly we're also posting the podcast a day late uh, over on the clns channel who have always the best is the two guys that just show up in the comments to fight each other yeah, that's slowly become my favorite thing. I, I can't lie they have to the both Peter of you. Peter Griffin and the chicken rivalry. <laughs> yes. They that's just, the but analogy. they just like argue with each other back and forth for like 20 comments. We're like, it's wow, amazing. a lot of interaction. It's just two guys fighting. <laughs> so shout well, out to 30. you guys. Keep watching. Yeah, we appreciate you both. Thank you all for stopping by. But uh, let, let's get into the Celtics news we have today. We'll start with Chris Stops Porzingis because uh, it, three, including this one, three of our last four shows are going to be headlined by Kristaps Porzingis injury title and one the first one was Kristaps Porzingis is hurt the second one was psych Kristaps Porzingis isn't hurt and this new one is okay wait he's actually hurt this time guys I promise so yeah Kristaps <laughs> Porzingis is actually hurt he has plantar fasciitis um the the, the original port came from I can't find it. it it was just funny to me because it was um basketball Deutschland or something like that Rupert Fabig. Yep. He had it. And everyone was like, oh, this reporting. Then Latvia was like, no. And everyone was like, oh, this guy's a liar. And then it's, he's like, oh, wait, he was actually kind of right. But uh, Porzingis has plantar fasciitis. He announced it on so, a tweet. Um, this is a, a tweet, Twitter translated tweet. So yes. if the phrasing incorrect, we, we're just 
getting what everybody else had. It is difficult. I'd be very responsible to myself and the supporters of the Latvian national team, but a decision has been made that I will not play in the World Cup, Porzingis said in a tweet. After several weeks of recovery and an MRI examination, the plantar fasciitis in my foot still prevents me from being on the field in full readiness. This is a joint decision that has been made both by the medical and coaching staff of the national team as well as the Celtics team with the advice and opinion that is now necessary to continue the recovery process. Such a decision is not easy to make, but I promise that I will be there and support the team as much as I can. <clears throat> and then the Celtics tweeted out, Kristaps Porzingis has been diagnosed with plantar fasciitis in his right foot. He will engage in a four to six week rehab program and is expected to be cleared for the start of training camp. So Kristaps Porzingis is actually hurt. That is the update we have for you guys. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about it. That one guy in our comments that comes every time and is like, hey, he sucks and he's going to be injury prone is looking real good right now. <laughs> the guys in the CLNS comments from the last pod are not looking good because the one guy was like mad. He's like, you guys clickbaited saying Porzingis yeah. was hurt. Well, unfortunately, we were kind of right, even though it wasn't our report. It was just we were just sharing the news that was out there. Uh, but this isn't the best start to the Tingus Pingus era in Boston. It's kind of frustrating because the whole hang up in the trade to get him here was the Clippers being unsatisfied with Malcolm Brogdon's uh, physicals. Yeah. And the Celtics took on a guy. I can't imagine that this plantar fasciitis is a, hey, I got this in July thing. He was probably <laughs> dealing with this before he got traded to the Celtics. And yet they went through with the trade. They gave up Smart, who was a key contributor to the team last year. Of course, Wick came out and was like, hey, we said we had to change something. So sorry. Yeah. But it's not really what you want when you have such a seismic shift in your roster and you're bringing in a new pillar to build on. And uh, one of his pillars is fucked up. It's not what you want. And a foot injury for a seven foot three guy, not to be messed with. Now, I wrote about this for Celtics blog just as the newser. And I quickly did a Google. I was like, all right, let's see. Like, I know players in the NBA deal with this. Like, it's a thing. I was just curious, you know, is it a thing that's going to hinder you for your whole career? And plantar fasciitis, as I put my stethoscope on, is a lingering thing. It's a chronic thing. And I understand that people have to rest for it to go away but at the same time when you google like nba players with plantar fasciitis one of the first things that comes up is like hey joel Embiid uh had plantar fasciitis last summer and then he won an mvp so Celtics fans you can expect porzingis to win the mvp but the team is gonna lose in the second round yeah and for what it's worth um shea gilders alexander also dealt with it last season he's also not seven foot three He's also not seven foot three, but he also made all NBA first team. I am just saying it is possible. Um, one Google with NBA players deal with plantar fasciitis comes up with Marcus Camby, Jakeem Noah, Paul Gasol, Joe Johnson, Ty Lawson, and Nene. Not a terrible group. <laughs> They're all pretty good players. Well, actually, um, in recent years, it sounds like you have to get plantar fasciitis to be good. That's yeah. when you take your leap. Like Gilgis <laughs> Alexander makes all NBA, Embiid wins his first MVP after getting bullied by Jokic and the voters for two years in a row. Yeah, I mean, maybe this is it. This and could this be a good is the thing. year that Porzingis plays all 82 games. We'll spin it. We'll spin it. I uh, I took a nap before the podcast, so I'm in a laughing mood. And when Sam said Tingus Pingus, I looked over the show sheet, and Sam put the Kirstops news on our show sheet, and Sam wrote, Tingus Pingus made a fucking glass, dude. And I just started dying laughing. But I, I do think the injuries thing is important to note because I tweeted this out. If you thought Kristaps Porzingis was going to be healthy for the full season, you're delusional. 
right? It was never going to happen. And, and it sucks that the injury staff Especially is starting. Especially with the Celtics staff, by the way. The of course. shit training staff <laughs> that I've had beef with for years. Yeah, they're the ones that's going to get Porzingis to be healthy, but mm-hmm. no. Okay, go back to you. And so, like, you wish that it didn't happen before the season even started. But at the same time, maybe it's it's better to happen now than to have him recovering four to six weeks in the season. My, my thing is, and I tweeted this, <clears throat> Christoph's Porzingis injury sucks, but expecting a full healthy season uh, is unrealistic. He's dealt with injuries in the past, as has Robert Williams, and Al Horford's 37 years old. Like, that trio of players are each going to miss a significant amount of games individually. And I think setting a goal of let's hope they all play 60 games is probably fine. Like if I told you by the season's end, Christoph Porzingis played 60 games, Rob played 60 games, and I played 60 games, what would you say? Would you be complaining about that? No, I don't think I would. I'd be like, okay, whatever. As long as they're healthy for the playoffs, which for I reference, guess is like what we said last time. For reference, Al played 63 this year and Rob played 35. So if they play 60 games, that's probably on pace for where they're both at. Porzingis this past year played 68, I believe. So he'd be taking a little step back. 65. I've only written 10 million times. My bad. My bad. So you want to save him for the playoffs a little bit. So 60 is a fine goal for each of them. Would would disqualify them from awards, but that's not what the Celtics are worried about. But at the same time, that leaves you with a cumulative. I mean, obviously, if they miss some of them together, it's less. But like bare numbers, let's say two of them are healthy every game and they perfectly switch it off. That's what 60 games of backup center minutes. You're going to need to find, right? Like acting like these three are going to get every single center minute, because that's probably what's going to happen. in The playoffs is completely unrealistic for the regular season. You need Luke Cornette. You need maybe probably a Blake Griffin. You bring him back. And then even past that, maybe you do want to bring in somebody who brings in an extra skill set. Like I'm, I obviously don't like that. Christoph Sporzingis is hurt. But I am not going to sit here and act like it's the end of the world because okay. this is who he is as a player. Like he was always going to get sure hurt. You're going with that? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like he was always going to get hurt. He, there was always going to be something he dealt with. Even last year, his quote unquote most healthy season ever, he missed 17 games. And so if he's going to be ready for training camp, good. And then you manage this throughout the regular season, so it's not as big of an issue in the playoffs. That's the whole point. And the whole it, trading Marcus Smart for him thing does suck. Like that, that is frustrating because Marcus Smart was, was, I mean, a core part of this team. He's a fan favorite mm. throughout Boston. He was a key member of the community. He played 61 games last year. Marcus Smart played less games than Christoph Sporzingis last year. And I don't think this is a, first of all, like you said, Wick said something had to change. Something had to be shaken up. Yes. And ultimately, that's Marcus. I just think the ceiling of the team is better now with the way we've, they've, the Celtics sure. have rounded out the roster. And I think that's the important part. And, and saying, Oh, they traded Porzingis for an injury, you know, uh, or excuse me, they traded Smart for an injury-prone big man. That's dangerous. Like, uh, spoiler alert, if Kristaps Porzingis wasn't injury-prone, then the Celtics probably wouldn't have gotten him and, wait for it, two first-round picks for Marcus Smart, right? Like, they probably wouldn't have been able to get that deal done, right? You're not trading for a perfectly healthy 20-8 and eight guy and also getting two first-round picks for Marcus Smart. And I love Marcus Smart, but, like, that's – crazy value and the reason why is probably because he's an injury risk that that's a, an asterisk but that's a risk you have to take if you want to win a championship and i saw somebody tweet this on twitter and it said yeah it stinks but like if brad just kept running it back and running his head into the wall then he would turn into danny and that was largely the biggest complaint with danny Ainge is that he refused to package some of these guys and i'm, I'm not saying it had to be marcus smart and the reason i'm saying it is because it literally wasn't supposed to be marcus smart it was supposed to be brogdon but like 
seeing Danny Ainge go, oh no, let's keep Romeo. Let's keep Aaron one more year. Let's keep these guys one more year. Let's keep this one more year. No, no, the, let's keep it. I don't think the Ainge thing's fair. <laughs> Why? I think because okay. Maybe they stuck around with like Pierce and Garnett too long if you really want to point at that. But anyways, he gets great value for those two guys. Obviously, it's built the current era of Celtics. And then after mm-hmm. they leave, you go from a, a Rondo centric plan to a pivot to a Isaiah Thomas is the guy now to a Kyrie is the guy now to I'm not okay, saying Kemba. Like there that Celtics team from like 2015 to 2020 had so many different looks. I don't think the sticking around with guys too long is a fair poke. At least an Ainge. Like I don't know. He he made moves and he was so active that the moves he didn't make would get out there and people were like, well, why is why isn't he doing this one? And I don't know if you want to transition just yet, but he went on the Knuckleheads podcast with yeah. Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles and was talking about a trade that could have happened. I think it was in 2016. This is one I remember hearing the rumors myself that Chicago was pontificating, pondering about sending Jimmy Butler to the Celtics, but they wanted both of the Brooklyn picks that turned into Tatum and Brown. And he was like, we weren't willing to do that. And it worked out really well for the Celtics. And he considered that to be one of the best trades he ever was involved in because he didn't make it. No, I agree. And we can pivot. My my point was mainly like, it was obviously a nitpick, but he just, he hoarded too often. It just felt like he was obsessed with making, if he wasn't the perfect deal, he wasn't going to make it. That was Danny Ainge. And that was what he was known as. That's not like, this isn't something like I'm surprised at. And you can say good for him, but that also meant like, Okay, let's roll with the bench of of Brad Wanamaker and Semi Ojale for three seasons of Jason Tatum. You know what I'm saying? And again, this is nitpicking because the Celtics were Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not saying Danny Ainge did a bad job, but like you didn't see, uh, what's the word? Um, what taking assets and and finally just moving them into one thing. Uh, I can't think of the word for it. Compiling, uh, uh, combining assets. That's not the word, but you know what I'm saying. No. You didn't see those sorts of moves until Derek White. Brad Stevens, Malcolm Brogdon, Brad Stevens. You didn't see those sorts. No, of Brad Stevens stuff and move it into one thing. Brad Stevens is a force. Make no mistake. Like he, he is yeah. not afraid to make changes. I think him being in the coaching position really impacted how he's gone about this job because he understands how some of the players on this team need to be set up to succeed. So I think that's a big factor in that. But I don't know if it's fair to say Ainge wasn't willing to make a move because he made plenty of moves and consolidate. He didn't, he didn't make plenty of moves either. Consolidate is the word I was consolidating assets. Okay. Fair. My um, point is I don't think Ainge would have made the Porzingis trade. I do love that. The Porzingis angle here is we're like, well, you know, everybody knew he was going to be hurt anyway. And that's why the Celtics got so much back for him. But like, Okay, there was no like rule in the trade that he had to get hurt. <laughs> like, no, no, I'm not saying a, I'm a glad he had hurt. to happen. Like, like I'm not, I'm not saying like thing. I was hoping for it. Like, I just knew it was going to happen. Right? Like, like, the, it's the it odds was part of... of the deal. Like, everybody was in yeah. agreement. They were like nodding. They were like, "All right, fine." <laughs> no, right. um, I just, I just assumed like there was no. He was not. He wasn't going to play an 82 game season. He's just 15 not minutes on the Porzingis injury. Good job. Yeah, we had stuff to do. Um, yeah, as Sam mentioned, Danny Ainge went on the Knuckleheads podcast with Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles, and he talked about a trade that didn't happen. Um, back in, do we have an exact year on this when this was? I think it's 2016. He didn't okay. say that, but 
from my memory, that is when this would have happened. But Danny Inge almost traded for Jimmy Butler. This, Sam talked about it. This is the exact quote uh, of Danny Inge from the podcast. Some of the best trades I ever made were the ones I wasn't able to make. Like I was trying to get Jimmy Butler from Chicago when I was in Boston, but they wanted a lot. So we didn't do it because it ended up uh, it ended up it would have been Jalen and Jason. Both those draft picks we got those guys with. Um, and I bet a lot of Celtics fans are very happy. Uh, and I saw one Heat fan tweet. uh the, the biggest mistake the Celtics made, and it was a picture of Jimmy Butler holding the Eastern Conference Finals trophy. And then some Celtics fan goes, <laughs> Jimmy Butler is 33 and has won more finals appearances than both the Jays. I think we'll be fine. Um, but I just, I, I love it, it worked Celtics out, rivalries. It worked out for the Celtics, and Jimmy Butler has been fantastic for Miami. And, you know, the one team that got screwed is Chicago. Yeah, Chicago kind of sucks now. Uh, King of the Fourth Quarter tweeted out, he said, let's stop acting like this matters. The Bulls would have made the wrong picks anyway. <laughs> Yeah, like Josh Jackson and, well, Chris Dunn was a bull, but not in the draft. It would have been Josh Jackson and there was somebody else after Caleb Brown who was bad that they would have picked. Dragon Bender. Dragon Bender. Oh, Dragon Bender. Okay. Yeah, you forgot about that one, huh? Kevin um, Durant. Yep, that's the, <laughs> that's the tape jersey. Um, But yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting to think about, obviously, because you go back and look, it was the 2016, you it was the year before the Jalen Brown draft. I just remember it being like right around draft night that was being discussed. It was because Jimmy, Jimmy was ready to be out of there. And then Chicago is out and they get Wade and Rondo and they play with that team and almost give me a heart attack mm. in the playoffs when Sully's went down 2-0 at home. Yeah. Luckily so they came back and won four straight. The Celtics team that would have added Jimmy Butler was Isaiah Thomas, Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder, Evan Turner, Jared Sullinger, Kelly Olenek, Marcus Smart. Well, Evan Turner. Excuse me, gone. at the hiccups. Yeah, that team lost in the first she round of the Eastern summer. Conference. Yeah, <clears throat> lost in the first round of the Eastern Conference. You can go back and forth, though. You know, what players would have been in the deal? Probably a Jay Crowder, probably a <clears throat> Avery. I don't even know what else that would have required. But then you would have created a, yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, Isaiah Thomas, uh, Jimmy Butler. Maybe Al Horford still signs there. Big no, three. Al Horford probably still would have came to town, I mm -hmm. think. I also think that deal may have been something that they were pushing for to entice Durant who was a target that mm -hmm. summer that was the Tom Brady goes with Kelly Olenek to hang out with Durant summer mm -hmm. oh, what a time that was Let I remember I was working as yeah. a bus boy and I was like sneaking into the bathroom like every half hour 20 minutes to, like look at <laughs> look at Twitter and see what was happening and I just remember seeing that picture of all of them in the Hamptons and I was like oh my god it's gonna happen because there yeah. was real steam behind Durant coming here no, absolutely. I was, uh, I remember when the news that he signed with Golden State came out, I was in at my dad's house uh, and I was just downstairs and I was on my phone and I forget if it was Henry or my dad. I think Henry came down. He goes, Jack, I'm like, what? And he goes, it, 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 no. <laughs> and he just had like this distraught look on his face. I'm like, where'd he sign? And he, I go, it's not Boston. He goes, mm -mm. I go, where else could it be? He goes, you don't want to know when it was Golden State and it was just a disaster. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I'll ask you this. Obviously, Tatum Brown, like, dub. Dub for Danny Inge, right? Like, just straight up. Like, those yeah. are two of the best wings in the league now. If the qualification was you sign Jimmy Butler and you get Kevin Durant, would you would you have made the move? Are you, are you fine? And, and that's impossible to ask because of how great the Celtics have been with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And the, yeah. the obvious answer is no. But if you I think, think about at the time, it, at the time, you you're getting essentially the same thing just earlier. Yes. Jalen Brown's worse than Jimmy Butler now. Make no mistake. But you would be getting both of those guys 
but at the time with, with very similar skill sets yes so i'd probably do it at the time yeah yeah but in hindsight the obviously win a title with that's what i'm uh, saying butler and kevin durant probably yeah i would say and, so they probably beat uh they probably win the bubble at the very least in that well, timeline Durant could have been gone by then in fairness <laughs> <laughs> in that timeline though isaiah thomas gets a ring uh marcus smart gets a ring you know all these guys get rings in boston um if it comes with the qualification that the celtics also got kevin durant i think it would be like maybe you gotta like consider it but it's impossible to say yes to that now knowing what happened and the best part of that to me is chicago actually got like a pretty good return for um jimmy butler like jimmy, it, it, i know Levine, Markinen. <laughs> I don't know what picks anything. Chris, uh, Chris Dunn. Too. Chris Dunn. It, it was Levine marketing and Chris Dunn. And right now that looks like, okay, they got nothing because Levine, uh, well, not nothing. They got an all-star marketing and Chris Dunn in Utah, by the way. <laughs> exactly. I know you don't like Zach Levine, but getting an all-star back when you're trading an all-star, like that doesn't happen often, right? Like, like when, if you're trading an all-star Correct. caliber player, you're usually getting prospects. And if those prospects eventually turn into all-stars, you did a good job drafting, but you don't usually get a guy, a budding all-star in return for that. Like that's like, I'm trying to think of the equivalent trading for RJ Barrett in a trade right now and him blossoming into an all-star. That's the best equivalent I can think of. Like, and a lot of people would be impressed if that happened for RJ Barrett. And so the bulls actually got a good return. Just not exactly as good as Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Um, That bulls team, by the way, they missed the playoffs. They went 42 and 40. It was Jimmy Butler leading the way with an old Pogasol, Derrick Rose, Nikola Miritich, Doug McDermott, Taj Gibson on the team. Not a very good Bulls team. Um, no. Could have used those draft picks. That would have been 16 17. I'm looking at 15 16. Why? What do you mean? I'm looking at the because, team. No, this this Butler tra- would have been ahead of the 16 draft. So it would have I know. Been I was looking. I was looking at the team that this 16th year, I was looking at the same year that like, Oh, this Celtics roster would have. Added. Oh, like so when be... this would have. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Would then have been the, coming off the of? next season. Yeah. The next season they still had Jimmy Butler, but then they also had Dwayne Wade. They went and got Gibson. Wade they had, and Rondo they had and effectively Robin the Lopez. same. Squad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Michael Carter jr. Or excuse me, Michael Carter Williams. Who the f- Michael Carter jr. Uh, I was thinking Porter jr. I didn't know he played in Chicago. That's weird. Um, yeah, just interesting. Interesting to picture Jimmy Butler in a Celtics jersey. Um, would the Bulls have made the right pick, Sam? <laughs> Maybe. I'm trying to think. Like, did they they didn't have high picks in those drafts? Let me take a look. No. 2016 draft. Bulls there was had... field. There was Dragon Bender, like you said, Chris Dunn was still there. Uh mm. De'Aaron Fox was the next year, I believe. <clears throat> 2016, Chicago had the 14th pick. Who'd they pick, Sam? Tell me. Let's throw back for you. This is a tough one. Not in the league anymore. Celtics connection. Celtics connection here. Brief. Celtics connection. Brief. Not Boston Celtics connection. (laughs) Oh, Denzel Valentine. Yeah, Denzel Valentine is the 14th pick. Not a great one. Uh, A few picks later. Uh... It was Denzel Valentine at 14 to the Bulls. Then there was Malik Beasley at 19, Karis LeVert at 20, um, Pascal Siakam at 27, DeJounte Murray at 29. So probably could have done a little bit better What a pick that was. Yeah, the Spurs are built different. And then in the second round, you have Malcolm Brogdon at 36. Um, 
Paul Zipser at 48 and George is needing at 50. Good job there, Chicago. Uh, yeah, 27, yeah. <laughs> 2017 Chicago had the 16th pick uh, and they picked Justin Patton, but I believe he was traded uh, to the Timberwolves. I don't think they made that pick. Yeah, because in the 2017 draft, the Bulls traded Jimmy Butler, got seven, picked marketing, which was a good pick if they had any developmental skills, except they didn't. And so he went on and thrived in Utah instead. Um, but they would have had the third pick and could have picked Tatum, Josh Jackson, Fox. Um, and at the time, like obviously right now, you look back at the draft, Jason Tatum, you're like, duh, you picked Jason Tatum. That really wasn't the case at the time. It was Marco Fultz is the clear first pick. Lonzo Ball is clear Correct. two. And then it was like, should you go Tatum or Josh Jackson? Like that was a legitimate question. Yes. And the fact that Danny Ainge was ready to take Tatum first, if he couldn't get a deal done, people were like, what is he doing? What, what is this guy? Like, what does he see? And clearly we all now know what he saw. It is but... funny. Like that draft is stacked and none of the stack guys were at the top except mm-hmm. Tatum. Like Lonzo's a fine yeah. player, but he's hurt. And Fultz is fine now, but his career got off to a terrible start. Josh Jackson yeah. out of the league. Who was fine? If you look at box box value over replacement player, which is it's listed here, box scores are the points per 100 possessions the player contributed. Basically, just one number that tells you how valuable the player was to his team so far. 2017 drafted is Tatum first with the third pick, and then it was Mitchell at 13, Bam at 14, Jared Allen at 22, Fox at five, and then Derek White at 29, John Collins at 19. And then you got guys marketing Lonzo, OJ Denobi, Monty Morris, Josh Hart. Like you said, stacked draft you got Kyle Kuzma in here Malik Monk and I know it's still like recent like this was only six years ago but the top 20 players on this list are all legitimate NBA players like rotation pieces in the NBA to excuse me to this day which again you say like oh wasn't that long ago it's still a really good draft like a lot of them are stars now so Shout out to them. Don't know if the Bulls would have made the right picks, but thank you to Danny Ainge from Celtics fans everywhere for uh, not making that trade. How different history could have looked. But yeah, the Celtics schedule for the in-season tournament was released. Uh, we had Celtics schedule news on a recent podcast, um, and now we have more. Sam, you wrote about this for Celtics blog. Do you want to give the run? Yes, the league has just been sprinkling breadcrumbs all week leading up to when you're listening to this today's schedule release at 3 p.m. In November, the Celtics will open their in-season tournament play on November 10th against the Brooklyn Nets. In their group, they've got Brooklyn, Toronto, Orlando, and Chicago. The next Friday, the 17th, they'll be at Toronto at 7.30. They will be another Friday at Orlando. Then Tuesday, the 28th, they'll host the Bulls. They'll play four games in the group total top team in the group advances. And then the next best team that does not win their group in the conference gets a wild card spot. And then there's an eight team little knockout stage, but yes, I did write about this for Celtics blog. I'm going to try and open the damn link. There we go. Go ahead. Computer. You got yeah. it. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote up some along. predictions and yeah. I predict they're going to win the group. This group is garbage. <laughs> One team in this group made the playoffs last year. It was the Nets. It was the Nets who made the playoffs largely due to having Kevin Durant and Kyrie for half the season. Mm-hmm. Chicago probably going to suck towards the bottom of the league. Might be one of the worst teams that there is. 
Toronto, similar story. Brooklyn is not going to be as good as they were last year record-wise. Orlando is probably the second-best team in this group, and they're like a (laughs) maybe they'll be good, maybe they won't team, depending on how these young guys continue to develop. The Celtics have no business not winning this group. They just don't. They they are worlds better. But prediction number two, you know how it goes. They're going to make you sweat. That's yes. what they do. You watched the playoffs last year. I watched the playoffs last year, and I was just as unhappy as ever anybody. It was terrible. Did mm-hmm. they almost make the finals? Yes, but it was absolutely painful. If you go back and you look at their records against these teams last season, it's not the prettiest things. They bullied the hell out of Toronto, though. Swept them. Raptors. Yeah. Cooked. Not See very ya. good. See, that's the thing, though, with the Celtics. They're good against good teams. They're bad against bad teams, but yes. they're also good against the average teams. <laughs> like they will, they will clap That's, any any. That was the team. angle I took. Like <laughs> yeah. they played onto their competition like forever. I think I even linked something you wrote. Uh, mm-hmm. But last year, three and one against Brooklyn. The one loss came after the trade. So with this current group, Brooklyn has Celtics blew that million point lead at home. Yeah, uh, made me like a hundred bucks that day on insurance. <laughs> they split against Chicago when they lost. They got stomped in two blowouts, and they were one and three against Orlando. They lost a home and home, two home games rather, on a weekend. One of them was Rob's return, and it was just a disastrous play. Orlando plays Boston really well. Even that one win the Celtics had was a tight game at the beginning, very beginning of the season. So it wouldn't be the most shocking thing if. The Celtics just kind of saw how bad they could play without completely <laughs> ruining this for everybody. Excuse Celtics, me, yeah. by the way, uh, odds on favorites to win this. They the are the tournament? favorite. Yes. Probably are because they... of how shit the group is. <clears throat> yeah. For example, Denver though. has a kind of strong group. It's Denver, mm-hmm. uh, New Orleans, Houston, Dallas, and LA Clippers. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, group. like, realistically, Denver's a real contending team for an NBA championship. Dallas probably is getting there. They had a great off season. New Orleans, if Zion's healthy, was the top team in the West for two months last year. Houston is trying to compete now. They went out and got free agents, albeit overpays, but still they brought in people to play with their young core. And the Clippers have Kawhi and Paul George. Whether those guys actually decide they want to take the floor is one thing, but they have the guys on their team, right? Yeah. This Celtics group is just like, besides, Who's the best non-Celtic in this group? Paolo or Bridges? Um, it's probably Levine or DeRozan. Like that's not a oh, good team. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. They're they're, yeah. they're not a good team, but those are good players. That's true. Um, they both Siakam. Siakam too. Siakam's a good player. Oh, yeah, bad. Shame on me. <laughs> but seriously, no, I like... know what you mean though. Like, did you put predictions down for like, oh, I think they'll win this game, lose this game? Like, no, did you I do didn't do that. I didn't predict the games because when I wrote this up, the schedule was not out yet. And if then, I had uh, to predict the games just quickly, I okay. think they win. They go three and one. They lose to the Magic. I think that's probably what happens in the okay. in this in season tournament. Well, I'd like it if they didn't do that. <laughs> Last prediction: Jomas will use the in season tournament as an audition for playoff minutes. Here's why this is important. Last year we saw Grant Williams axe from the rotation, right? But there was nobody that Missoula used to replace him in the playoffs. Really. Sam Hauser barely played in the playoffs. He was a key contributor all season. We've talked about him on the mm-hmm. show before where he was contributing good numbers. As a starter, he was even better. His percentage never dipped below 40% from what I remember us talking about. Yet he did not play in the playoffs. You might say, why? 
Why would he not play in the playoffs? Even his defense isn't that bad. All season you saw teams trying to attack him and it didn't work. It's because Missoula didn't trust him. He hadn't seen him in any real games, any real high-intensity games. Will these tournament games be that? There's no guarantee. I mean, listen, I don't, I'm not convinced the fans are going to care about this, but I don't think yeah. $500,000 in prize money for each player is going to do it either. But maybe, maybe if they decide that it's important, however the NBA wants to push this to their organizations, sure, I could see these games being real and competitive. Why not? So I think it could it be was... a great like audition type thing for a higher level of play where things are gritty out there. It's not like going through the motion stuff in November and December, like normal. Agree. I think it was Bobby Marks. Yeah. It was Bobby Marks. who said, I think the winner of this, <clears throat> excuse me, should get an automatic bid to the playoffs. Like I think that in season tournament, we should get an automatic bid to the playoffs. And his thing was, it shouldn't be, they get a certain seed. They should get a top six seed, but it's still by, by seeding. So if the Celtics are the two seed and they win the in-season tournament, they stay the two seed. But if the Pistons somehow manage to win the in-season tournament, they will just get the six seed and everything else changes accordingly. So, th- I mean, that's interesting. I don't know. I've seen all kinds of it, stuff but... pitched for this. I think I think it's really cool. I think they should play around with the idea of I think teams legitimately in. getting stuff from this other than this 500 grand in prize money because it really doesn't mean anything to any of the stars the end of the bench guys yes like if you're making like yeah the minimum, some money. like yeah extra 500 grand is like what like an extra 50 percent of your contract whatever they make mm-hmm. but if you gave i think the most intriguing one is like a, a 15th lottery pick where it's a very low odd, I think le- very good, low yeah. chance of getting like into the top four but just to like make it so uh yeah maybe maybe we could maybe we could get lucky maybe we could get lucky but that's do they get because then do they get the 15th pick if they don't win the lottery or they just get a chance to win a top four pick? And then if they don't get a top four pick, Ooh, they get nothing. You know what I'm saying? I think well, not, you get, I wouldn't say they get nothing, but they just get whatever pick they would have. I, I think you get the 15th lottery pick. And if it jumps into the top four, you get it. If not, you just get whatever pick you have. Yeah, that's fine. That's <laughs> My fine. other idea was, I think you either get the 10 seed. I think the playoffs is too much. I think you get a spot in the play in. So if like, let's say the Pistons or the, you know, Pacers or the magic manage to win this tournament, they automatically get guaranteed the 10th seed. Right. And that that's big for those teams, right? Like if the Pacers or magic really wanted to push for it and they get guaranteed the 10 seed in the play in, like that's huge experience for them. So I think that's it. But then to make sure there's also incentive for, these other teams i think you say all right if you win the in-season tournament and you make the finals you get home court advantage and so That's that way either if the celtics are in the in-season tournament the bucks are in the in-season tur- nuggets they're like all right if we really want to look ahead like maybe let's get some maybe there's like a prize pool like it's like a like a pick your prize type thing yeah 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 no i, I think it's like when you win like a scavenger hunt and they have like little like prizes for the kids they can get like yeah, a little, yeah. like matchbox or in my uh, elementary school we used, or my in my elementary school we used to have the prize box so like if you won something or you run a contest at lunch the principal mr smith he'd call you up he's like go on to the prize box and you reach in you grab something and it, it was nothing like it was just like you said it was a matchbox car or something stupid but it was it was fun because you got up in front of the whole school and you picked a prize so that that, <clears throat> that was fun but um, uh yeah in-season tournament is out the next celtics thing we have jason tatum talking about jb's extension excuse me this was from gary washburn of the boston globe 
Jason Tatum talking about Jalen Brown's extension. Much deserved. It was a no-brainer. So I'm happy for him and his family. It's life-changing. It's a big deal. I'm happy we're going to have him for however much longer we've got him. I'm happy about that. Pretty generic, good for my teammate quote. But Sam, you wrote on here, Jason Tatum's next, right? <laughs> yeah, he has to be. I mean, next summer, we're going to have this whole thing again. I don't think there's going to be as much back and forth on whether they should do it or not. It's going to be a given. This is your franchise guy. You're going to pay him. But I'd imagine the number might be a little bit bigger than Jalen's just because it's a year later, the cap might grow, or I don't know how it all works. But I just listening to you read Tatum's quote does make me think a bit. It's like, okay, he is completely focused on being with the Celtics. There's no question of him trying to mess around and test free agency. Like it sounds like he legitimately is next. Like it sounds like next summer they're going to come to an agreement where he inks a big extension. He's going to make a ton of money. And he's all about it. I remember early in Tatum's career, one thing, I think on the show, we would talk about it a couple times at least, mm-hmm. was like, oh, is he going to go like play for another team? He grew up a Lakers fan. Like People loved that narrative for a while. It's kind of died out ever since the Celtics have really taken the next step and become a powerhouse, except they just don't win titles. Uh, but yeah, I think this is kind of good for the future. If you really want to read into it, other than being generic, and the answer, yes, Tatum has to be next. There's no doubt about it. Where else are you going to spend the money? There's no alternative. And Tatum is the best candidate for the Supermax. Pretty easy. If you gave it to Brown, you can easily give it to Tatum. It's a no-brainer. Agreed. I mean, Celtics were never going to not pay Jason Tatum. It's just he is happy for Jalen Brown to get paid. Now they're going to have both their guys on max contracts, which, again, let's not act like that's a new thing in the NBA. Like A lot of teams have two guys on max contracts because they're their two best players. It is what it is, right? Like, that's that's how the NBA works. You want to keep your guys, you pay them money. Um, the real interesting thing is the Derek White extension, I think, coming up, which we don't have to talk in depth about, but he's going to be eligible later this summer or closer to the season. But Who cares? Pay him. I like, think that'll be important. No, agree. Seriously, you're at the point where, like, you're in this deep. Do it. Like, yes, I understand that the second apron is a motherfucker. Like, make no mistake. Mm-hmm. That thing is going to punish teams that overspend. You're going to have your draft pick drop to the end of the round. You're not going to be able to take back more money in trades. The whole nine. It's not great. Not ideal for teams that are trying to stay relevant, kind of. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, you're in this far. You can spend that money on Derek White. If you don't pay Derek White, you can't really spend it anywhere else. No. Right? No, you're right. Uh, 25 mil. That's what I'm looking at for Derek White. Hopefully they can get it done. (laughs) That's what I'll be looking for. Um. Marcus Smart was working out in Memphis Grizzlies gear. Sam, you put this on here. I assume you're not too happy. <laughs> it wasn't a great sight for you. It ruined your day. <laughs> yeah, well, I saw it today after we learned, like, Porzingis is going to be out. I guess not out, but, like, he's dealing with an injury. We learned that the report was, in fact, true. And mm. then you see pictures of Smart working out in Grizzlies gear, and you're just like the Wolverine meme of, of mm. uh, him looking at the photo of whatever he's longing for so yeah putting it up on the screen for those watching on youtube yeah smart work on his grizzlies gear <laughs> later today get to figure out when he's come back to the garden we do we will know number and one those... on my power rankings on celtics blog go walk, go read it yeah that's well, gonna be a big game yet. go read it when it's out that's gonna yeah, be a it'll big be game out this app when the schedule's out it'll be out but spoiler <laughs> alert power ranking number one game of the season there we go there we go. Big time. Above Celtics Lakers on Christmas, Sam. You you put smart return above Christmas against Lakers? You only get returns every once in a while. 
Seriously, right. like you only get like big time returns. Like I'd imagine these tickets. Plus, Celtics Lakers not a home. Home okay, games yeah, trump yeah, yeah. No, away yeah. games. Like if that Fair. game was not on Christmas, the home Celtics Lakers game would be the better game. Is that your list though? It made your list though. Christmas against Lakers. Yes, on okay. the list. <laughs> good, good. Just checking. Uh, anyways, last Celtics thing we have for the day uh, is an email. Actually, we got from. A little mailbag. RJ Johnson, who I have seen in the comments, I believe, before, um, emailed us. And we, I, Sam checks the email. I rarely check the email. Um, I, but I get all of them. If you'd like to email us, you can. It's just hbtcpod uh, at gmail.com. I, I can put it on the screen right now because I'm going to pull up the actual email within, so you okay. guys can see it. Um, but if you'd like to email us at hbtcpod at gmail.com, we read it. We'll hear it. We'll see DMs and stuff too, if you want to do it that way. But yeah, I mean, we got an email from RJ Johnson, who was very kind, and I thought it was very cool. Sam sent it to me today, and uh, we're going to react to his questions. And if you send us emails, we'll absolutely react to your questions. Um, this is something it's August. We need I've help people. To do. So if <laughs> you want to ask us stuff, go yeah. ahead. Send us emails. Uh, RJ Johnson said, "Hi, gents. This is Celtics West on Celtics Blog, and RJ Johnson for on YouTube. <laughs> yeah." Was very pleased legend. to see me on the the roundtable, my oh, debut this on is Celtics the blog. This is yes. the guy that said hello. Yeah, RJ Johnson, fifty year long Celtics fan, almost, and I'm really enjoying your podcast. Old fashioned, I like email over DMs, chat, etc. Send us emails, please, if you're listening to the podcast and you'd rather send us an email, hbtcpod at gmail.com. We'll look at them definitely. Um, and he asked a couple questions. We're going to read them then. Blah, blah, blah. Also, he said, seriously, you two are way better to listen to than Sean Grandy. And I look forward to each new episode. Keep having fun. Hey, we appreciate you. <laughs> well, Sean Grandy and the there. fellas stole our old name. So there's that. <laughs> also true. Friend of the pod, Sean Grandy, though. Celtics fan from when Jim Ard. Uh, he did. From when Jim Ard wore 34. Artie Johnson. That's a throwback. Um, but let's go over the questions. Uh, let's say Blake decides not to return to Celtics this year. Do you think Luke Cornett can provide quality minutes filling in for Rob? Al KP over the course of the season we kind of talked about this a little earlier I'm of the mind they should probably get another big man who does something a little different to Luke Cornett I had this conversation with Bobby Manning on Twitter today Luke Cornett's a fine defender he's a fine straight up guy he can block some shots he can play um, straight up defense in the post maybe you bring in somebody with a little bit more athleticism like a Farid or a Bismack Biombo or somebody who can shoot a little bit like Fareed. a Christian Wood or a Jamichael you, you bring Green I like Farid but um, I, I think you should get another big man. If that's Blake, it's fine. But even then, like I would be fine if they want to get another big who can do a little bit of stuff. Because uh, I really don't see many other holes on this roster unless you want to get a guard instead. And at, at that point, it's picking at straws. But uh, I'd like to see them bring in another big, and I hope it's Blake. But if not, I, I do think that's something the Celtics should get is like an insurance thing for the end of the bench. Yeah. I think personally, Cornette did a fine job last season when he was called upon. He did have moments where you're like, he was what good. is this guy doing? He appeared in what, 71 games last year? 69, nice. 69 games? Okay, yeah. I should remember that. But he was really serviceable in all of his games. He kind of beat out Vonley at the beginning of the year for that, like, helping big guy in the rotation thing. And then mm -hmm. they cut Vonley or traded him, and then he got cut by the Spurs. So I personally am not fearful of a world where Cornette has to fill time for the Celtics, more fearful of why he's actually having to fill that time. But I think he was fine last year. I think he earned a spot. They technically haven't re-signed him yet, right? Oh, yes. No, no, no. He's on the roster. He's on the roster. He was on a non-guaranteed contract, but yes. he's on the roster. Yes, yes, yes. So, okay. Cornette is there. I think Cornette would be good, but maybe grab an extra guy. But my pick, if not him, Fareed. Fareed Agreed. rules. Go watch I love the video. Fareed. Watch us watch the Fareed highlights. 
he's a dog in the G League right now. He looks like prime Kenneth Fareed. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's wrong with this? Why Why is nobody signing him? This guy rules. His highlights are fantastic. January 24th, Fareed's, uh, excuse me, Fareed said, I'm ready, I'm focused, I'm locked in, trying to make a return to the NBA. So, hey, man, hopefully he can get there. I'd love to see him. Get him on the he deserves another chance. Hopefully we'll, we'll promote him enough to us. Maybe, <clears throat> maybe, maybe we ask Kenneth Reed. Uh, next question from RJ here, which current Celtics player is best suited, to, excuse me, suited to fill Marcus's role of reminding Jason Jalen that they can't just walk onto the court and expect victory. I think D white has earned respect with his game, but do you think he feels the personal style uh, to fill that role? albeit in a different style. I think if this Jays still need that reminding, then there's a bigger issue. And I'm not saying they didn't in years past because they did. But if there was ever a time for them to finally figure it out and not be that way, it is now that Marcus Smart's gone. And maybe that's what gets them. Do they have no the choice? Place. Yeah, no choice. I but, uh, my, this, but... my answer is Al Horford, too. I assume that's okay. what you're going to say. But my answer uh... is Sam Cassell. Kind of to get into the next mm, question, okay. too. I think that's part of the reason they brought him out of the coaching staff. Make no mistake, like he's got plenty of experience, was with Doc for years on the assistant staff, uh, was in Philly last year as part of that staff. But he's a former player. Guys in the league respect former mm-hmm. players a lot, especially somebody like Cassell that was a part of a couple of winning teams. So I wouldn't be shocked if he's the one that has to set them straight every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I could see them respecting him. And uh I don't necessarily think there's going to be another guy on the team that's going to do that. Maybe Al Horford. I think Cassell is the yeah. man to say, uh, get your head out of your ass, buddy. I hope so. I hope that's what they brought him in for. I mean, Charles Lee's there too. He's another well-respected assistant. They do have guys on the roster that should be able to, maybe it's Phil Pressy. We don't know. It's another former that's NBA true. player on the Beat roster. Something's beefed up. He did. <laughs> he did kind of. <laughs> and then the last question, RJ or second last, I guess, uh, hit us with, do you have, do you two have any more Intel on what roles members of Celtics Missoula's, excuse me, coach Missoula's staff will have both in game and on the player development front. One, no, we're not that in tune. I wish we were, that'd be pretty cool. Um, but if I had to guess it's Charles Lee is the lead assistant. That is his role. He is the top assistant on the team. I assume Sam Cassell helps in the role of I am a former NBA player. Let me do a little bit of what Damon Stoudemire did where he's helping mm. the guys. He's given that perspective. Phil Pressy will also probably do that a little bit. Um, Emil Jefferson's there too. Probably more is a he, he feels like the closest thing to a, um, a player's coach in the sense that, I mean, he's not all that much older than them, but like he, he'll probably like relate to them the best. If that's something okay. that needs to be done anymore. Does that make sense? Like he seems, remember when Evan Turner was on the, on the bench, I know what you mean, but I you just think he's there. Cause he's Tatum's friend, which is possible, but you want that too. Jason. Tatum, I think that's Jason a cool Tatum. thing to say though. He's, he's definitely done enough to earn it. He had a career. Um, he was on the Celtics training camp roster a couple yeah. of times. He was on the preseason roster. He wore number 20 at one time. Before. And then um, obviously Sam Cassell is all the things we just talked about, like the, the player development, the, the, the mindset stuff and the, that stuff's important too. So uh, I don't know specific roles though. Like, I don't know who will focus on defense, offense, et cetera. Yeah. No, I mean, there's not much more to say than that. I have no assistant coach intel. The only take I have is the Sam Cassell take. I just think he's there to set them straight. And I just to piggyback on you, when they lost Damon Stoudemire, it feel like it felt like it was something that was really felt. Like they really missed him. Once he left, they kind of went on a weird skid. They blew a couple leads. Grant said he was going to make both, and then things went to hell. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like it wasn't covered enough or talked about enough that were like, oh, they really lost like one of their top assistants in the season. Um, in a season where Joe Mazzullo was thrust into the spotlight. Joe Mazzullo uh, just becomes Will Smith. 
in the room by himself. <laughs> and then the last thing RJ said, um, finally, when will you guys sell Matt the Rat stuffies? Uh, we still need A to make you guys. Re- <laughs> yeah, we need to still uh, make you guys Ratless t-shirts. We did promise that. So we need to get on that. Um, we I want hats. Awesome. I would wear a hat. Hats t-shirt, would be cool. I don't know. We'll I mean, make I'd the t-shirts. Stuff, like... Maybe we'll sell a specific design that you can get on hats or t-shirts. We'll figure something out. We'll yes. find a way. We'll we do our research. But uh, thank you to uh, if anybody to knows somebody that can do it, uh, let us know. Yes, let us know graphic design stuff. But thank you to RJ for for hitting us up in the comments. We appreciate it. I thought that was super cool. Um, yes. And if you want to reach us again, hbtcpod at gmail.com. Uh, I think that's dope. So we'll, we'll definitely read out your responses if you send us an email or a DM or any of that stuff. But uh, thank you to RJ once again. 50 right, minutes. Jump. 50 yeah. minutes in mid-August. Lots of Celtic stuff. We got plenty of stuff for you. And let's get into the NBA here. Uh, starting with, I believe, Pat Bev quote on yes. Trey Young is the first thing we got. So I'll, I'll let you lead Something that because I know you put it in the sheet. Hit it. Hit me. Uh, Pat Bev, interesting take. Something about these guys that used to play in Minnesota or played for Minnesota or currently do mm-hmm. and trying to say that somebody's changing the game. I think but Carl Anthony Towns, Pat- even, you know, he said it on Paul George, not Pat Pat There's too many pods now. I lo- get lose track. Anyways. Yeah. Whether it's Cat saying he changed the game. Now you have Pat Bev saying Trey Young is reinventing the game. Whatever Steph Curry is leaving over, he's taking it and running with it. Took his team to the Eastern Conference Finals. Fact. He's one big on the road, fact. So you have to give him a lot of credit. I suppose all of that is true. He's not lying. But I'm not convinced he's necessarily Stephen Curry. I think he's I, just a different player. I think we've talked about this before. I agree. I think Pat Bev is just doesn't have the correct definition of reinventing because he said Trey Young is reinventing the game and then he said he is following in the footsteps of Stephen Curry like that is not reinventing that is yeah, he's reinventing the game Curry but did. he's also the same guy Steph Curry. <laughs> that is like the exact opposite of reinventing like I, I, I think guess... you could argue any other player in the league is reinventing more than Trey Young who is just I would say and that's not a knock on Trey Young but in fairness That's to Pat bad. Bev, Steph Curry did a lot to change the game. So yeah. I guess what he's saying is he'll be the guy to carry on the torch. In Which that I agree. Type he's up of there. The area. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know. I, I see the angle he was going for. My question is, does Trey Young win a championship, Sam? Maybe. That's my question. Not right now. Mm-hmm. No. I think a Not lot's going to have to change. Mm-hmm. I don't think we should completely throw out that run where they actually made a run, though. I agree. I don't think he wins one in Atlanta, but I think he moves to another team and he he might get one. As a I think game. there were flashes against the Celtics where you were like, wow, this guy can take over a game. I mean, he took over games mm-hmm. better than anybody on the Celtics did in that series, it felt like. And you can mock Madison Square Garden all you want. He killed the Knicks. <laughs> it wasn't a great Knicks yeah, team, but he... Knicks. I know, I know, but like that is a playoff series at Madison Square Garden with a crowd that was... I mean, they on beat the one-seed Sixers if you really want to, you know crown them and he had ben simmons who at the time was a really great defender still kind of is guarding him and chasing him around as a 610 guy guarding a 61 guy on the perimeter yeah Mm -hmm. he deserves credit trey young deserves credit all these rankings without him in the top five i think are crazy yeah i have point guards in the east trey young's trey young's good no more rankings (laughs) well we've only no more videos yeah it didn't do very well you're right no no Um, one cared Next thing we have here is Jamal Murray uh, is going to be sitting out of the World Cup. Another guy missing the World Cup in addition to Porzingis. He was going to play for Team Canada, um, but 
Was this an Instagram fans, post? Nuggets or? fans, handshake, players not playing in the World mm. Cup. Jamal Murray said, when I came into training camp, I wanted to see how my body would respond after a long and demanding season, if I would be physically able to compete at the highest level required for the World Cup. In consultation with medical staff and the team, it is clear that the additional recovery is required, and I have made the difficult decision not to participate in the tournament. It's still a dream of mine to represent Canada at the Olympics, and I will support the team every step of the way as they pursue this goal. Sam added some context here. Thank you, Sam. Missed the entire 21-22 season with an ACL tear. Played 85 total games in 22-23, including the playoffs. Excellent in the postseason, averaging 26, 7, and 5.5 and assists. <clears throat> Good playoff run for Jamal. 7.5 assists. Uh, 7 rebounds. Sorry. Uh, seven, assists. Seven, 7 assists, 5 rebounds. Uh, incredible in the postseason. Won a title, obviously. Um, get your rest. I mean, Jokic is chilling, watching some horses, and he's literally all of Team Serbia. I think Jamal Murray can set out with Shea Yelich Alexander carrying the torch. <laughs> it's true. So. That's my take there. I think it would have been kind of interesting if he did get to play. Do I think Nuggets fans should be concerned with this? Probably yeah. not. I think the wording's a bit weird. I think that he's saying he's still recovering. It's just kind of weird. Like, I don't know. Like, that doesn't seem super duper normal. I get it. It's a long, long season. He didn't even play the year before, so his body's getting back up to speed. And he clearly wasn't slowing down because he did play so well in the playoffs. <laughs> but I just do wonder, like, what's going on? This reads, I'm tired, let me rest. That's what I'm reading. I guess. I, I, I wouldn't read too sure. much more into it, but maybe. I guess we'll have to see. Um, I don't know. All right, you want to do Sam's Reddit post of the day? Sam, yes. Hit, hit me with what I you really got. This is, this is slowly becoming my favorite part because I don't know anything about it, so I get to library act. Yes. So this is from user 2021 Dark Moss 3S's XP. <laughs> he posts on the NBA subreddit, or she. It's what is... Your quote unquote, there is nothing you can say to me that would ever change my opinion, NBA opinion. And the context oh, would be this goes beyond unpopular, beyond bold, beyond controversial, an opinion that, irrespective of its merits, if God himself came down and said otherwise, you wouldn't change your opinion if you believe in God. Some people don't. Uh, an opinion you hold so firmly that even if the person or team that opinion was about said otherwise you still wouldn't change it man that's a tough question to think about i don't the top comment is somebody with a pistons tag that says this is our year i saw that yes <laughs> um i'm trying to not look at the comments first so i can think of one i don't know like one of my hottest takes i've said on the pod was if you put ben simmons in Giannis's shoes on the box he would have won an mvp Mm. and my i think i've said this multiple times on here my my context is ben simmons was good at everything except shooting he was great like peak ben simmons great at driving to the hoop could score great playmaker probably a better playmaker than than Giannis. <clears throat> so if you put him on that bucks team with drew shooting the ball chris shooting the ball brooke shooting the ball and then caught it and whatever guy you want to like shooters around him and not pair him with literally one of maybe two players in the league who has to be in the paint, which is the one thing Ben Simmons shouldn't be playing with. I think he would have been an all NBA player every year and probably would have won an MVP. If you put him in the exact situation Giannis was in the, I, and I genuinely think Ben Simmons could have won an MVP. I think your argument is good, but I just don't think the mindset was there. I just think even in Philly, like there were times where they were set up to be so good. I mean, they had hmm. that team with him, Redick, Jimmy, Tobias Harris, and Embiid. They didn't make it past that Kawhi Raptors team. So obviously they were the title team. Um, I, nobody I agree. Them, I agree. Right? They were good, but that's effectively 
JJ Redick and four non-shooters trying no, to win championship. Well, Harris can shoot. <laughs> well, if he's one of your, if he's your second best shooter, then that's probably not a great. It's not perfect. More spacing lineup. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's not perfect. But I just don't think like he he just he's mentally weak. Like you just see like asked out of Philadelphia after things didn't go well. Hasn't really played for Brooklyn. Like went on the Redick pod last year and was like, poor me. <laughs> and didn't do any hasn't really like done anything to just get himself back out there. I, I don't know if I really believe in that. I, I'm not saying your take is outrageous. It makes sense. But I just think Ben Simmons is just like a weird character where it's just not going to work. Uh, mine is that Zach Levine sucks. I just don't <laughs> think I don't think he's a winning player. I don't think that his stats are positive. I don't care how many points he averages. I don't think you're putting him on it. And, you know, it could happen putting him on a team that's going to be really successful. It just doesn't feel that way. It feels like Chicago has done everything they can to build a successful team around him. Make no mistake. It hasn't all worked out perfectly. Vucevic, kind of an old school player, needs the ball down low. DeRozan, old school, needs the ball in the mid range. Like there's a lot of issues with the current core. When they had Lonzo healthy, they were very good. They were towards the top of the conference. So in fairness to him in that respect, but it's just one of those things, like, I don't know. It hasn't been proven wrong yet, so I'm going to stand on it that I'm just not impressed with him. I'm not. Where did this hate for Zach Levine start? Like, I don't even understand where. It I don't from. even remember. I just think people it's started so- comparing him to, like, Jalen Brown, and I was like, this is ridiculous. Okay. The guy's never even, like, been competitive in the playoffs. Like, he's never played in those tough games. And, I mean, they had that one series against Milwaukee where they took a game off him. I think the game they won, he didn't play in. <laughs> All right. I'm Jalen Brown is better than Zach Levine. I, obviously the defense. All I that think stuff. I just got sick of seeing those posts and I was like, what are we doing? Like this no, isn't no. even close. I think I agree. Jalen Brown's a better player. If you put Zach Levine in the position J- Jalen Brown's been put in, like, of course you would have won more. It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> all right. <laughs> like he, he just, he's played like four playoff games. He's been in the league as long as Marcus. Are we really going to go back and look at the teams? I, I don't want this to turn into me defending Zach Levine because that's what it always turns into. But are we really going to compare the teams Jalen Brown has had to the teams Zach Levine has had? No, like Jalen Brown has been undoubtedly set up for success. Make no mistake. But Levine should have more than play four playoff games played in nine seasons if he's legitimately like a positive impact player. You think if Jalen Brown was on the same team Zach Levine was on, they would have been the playoffs more? Maybe. You, you really can't <sighs> say. Know. I don't know, man. Especially yeah, after he's... the conference finals, it's tough to point at that. But I, I don't think it's the most egregious thing. I, I, this is your nothing you can say that changed the opinion. No, I'll yeah, say. this is like you just can't change my mind. Like Zach Levine, mm-hmm. if he's playing against me and the boys, we're going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at some of these things here. Suns win the championship in 07 if Dion and Amari aren't suspended for putting their tippy toes on the court. <laughs> That's funny. This guy um, with the Spurs tag, there has been some rigging done in the draft lottery. I think everyone's kind of in on that one. Everybody's probably. like in agreement. Probably. The Sh- Kemp, Peyton, Sonics teams were the best. Was the best to lose to the Bulls in the finals. It's very random. Kobe isn't top 10 all time. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> Kevin Durant should get his jersey retired in OKC. I think that's I would agree. I think he should. I don't know, man. That's like the Ray Allen thing here, except Durant's literally the best player that's ever been on that team since they moved. So it's yeah. a little different, but and he also played on the team for more than what? How many seasons? Two, three seasons. 
Allen was on the team for five years. Durant was okay. on the team from since they arrived till 2016. So what, seven years? In OKC One, two, three, itself, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine years. No, no, no. Since they actually got to Oklahoma, City. eight years with OKC, but nine okay. years with the franchise. Yeah, because like Sean Kemp's jersey is retired for the. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it is... no, I, I get it. It's <clears throat> yeah, just yeah. like I, I don't know. That's a tough one. Like, I think the way you leave kind of does matter, and like they didn't win a title. It's not the Celtics. It's not a title or bust franchise, but yeah, I do think there is some something to be said about the way you leave a team. That move with Durant is like the ultimate villain move like ever. He went and joined the Warriors, which we already talked about today, oddly enough. And he did it after OKC got beaten by the Warriors and they had the Warriors on the ropes. Mm. How, how as a player on that Thunder team, do you come back the next season and think to yourself that you can't beat the Warriors if, if Durant stays? I don't think, and, and I'm a KD guy, like that's my guy, I like him. But I, I think at the end of the day, they will retire his number. They've already let guys wear it. They've given it to like Have practice they? team guys. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I believe you. I forget. I think PJ Dozier was given 35. Street of player. PJ Dober never played in OKC, did he? I could be. True. I don't know. But I <laughs> I don't know. I remember seeing like the game to some dude that was like, who's this guy? Which was mm-hmm. clearly like a slight. They were like, here, go out there, Jimmy, and wear this. <clears throat> um, 35 to wear 11 players. You're right. PJ Dozier in 2018. Wow, look at you. Holy shit. I, I had ball. no idea. I didn't even know he played there. Um, yeah, he did wear it. He's the only one since. Um, I don't know. I think they should. Uh, other other teams here. Dame is not a winning basketball player. I disagree oh, that's, with that. That's the Levine take. I disagree, though. Except like, Dame's won playoff series before. Yeah, except except Dame has literally won <laughs> multiple playoff series on game-winning shots. Uh, Somebody said, yeah. I want Iguodala. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said, replace Kyrie with Dame, then I'd agree. I think that's unfair as well. Shaq would have been the goat if he stayed in shape. <laughs> Possible. One. There Injuries one. are bad. Yeah, good, good yep. point. Unless they happen to get your team, then you're like, yes. <laughs> Paul Pierce was the best 1v1 competitor for LeBron throughout his career. That matchup doesn't get nearly enough respect it's facts. due to Paul being such a headline. Now you got me fired up. That's facts. People disrespect Paul Pierce all the time and act like he wasn't the greatest rival that that guy ever had. Like an individual well, like back and forth rival, they had beef. Like the Celtics teams, when he was on the Cavs, went back and forth with him, went to Miami to compete with Pierce and Garnett and Allen to, to make it more competitive team. Yes, that's facts. LeBron has come out and said that Pierce is his best rival. Okay. If you want to, if you want to go like purely the rivalry, like the, the Curry, personality yes, between Warriors, the two. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Just making sure. Um, I think that's all I got though. Uh, Nothing else. Like 10 minutes on that. Yeah, this was a good one. Was good. There was another one on here. One. I don't think I'm gonna end up using it, but when I made the sheet this morning, it was the one I was gonna go with. Biggest broke the code moment in NBA history. I'll just go through some of the top replies because I'm sure <laughs> yeah. there's going to be a better one by the time we do another pod. Someone said, "Reminder that KG was out there trying to nibble on motherfuckers." What does that even mean? Uh, Brian Coangelo wearing collars that are way too big broke the dress code. Somebody said. <laughs> Reggie Reggie Evans grabbing testicles. I haven't Interesting. seen this. I'm not going to pull Car- it up. Don't want to Carlos see. Boozer spray painting his hair on. That's oh, mine. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I saw that today. That's one of the top uh, ones. 
No one said Wade pulling Rondo's arm out of his socket. I mean, uh, or pulling him down and dislocating his elbow. You could also say the <laughs> Olenek pulling Love's yep. shoulder. Yep. Uh, Karan, but- another hair one. Karan Butler for like one episode of ESPN had hair and then he never had hair again because he got bullied. Carmelo <laughs> calling Jeremy Lin's contract ridiculous. Mm. Elton Brand bailing on Baron Davis after convincing him to sign for the Clippers. <laughs> that's brutal. Oh, Wait, say that's that one again. Terrible. Say it again. I, I was not aware of this before I read this comment, but it makes sense. Like Elton Brand recruited Baron Davis to go play for the Clippers and then dipped and went and played for Philly. <laughs> that is funny. God yeah, is that's ass. Funny. Yeah, we don't have to spend too much time on that. But no, there's good, going though. to be. I like the Reddit post. I think it's good. I enjoy it. The last one on the uh, nothing can also change. Also, let opinion. us know. Yeah, let us know. If you have and uh, the other one. Yeah, yeah. The but last one I saw on the um, no back down was Steve Nash is better than Steph Curry. And I was like, eh, I don't know about that one. Um, also, Steph Curry went on a podcast and said if he could give out rings to anybody, he'd give them to Steve Nash and Reggie Miller. That's another thing I remember off the dome. But uh, all right, let's get into the rat list here. Snub Chuck. Yeah, you know, he specifically said I would not choose Chuck actually on oh, the show. No. He said I would Shit. not give one to Chuck. Um Man. okay, let's do let's do Ratless, Sam. You want to kick us off here? We got a heater yeah. Ratless thing. I have major beef. You want me to do fix it. the background? Run it. Uh, I'll put it on. You talk. I'll put Matt the Rat on the screen. I got it. Major beef. Uh Ratless, the state of Rhode Island. This oh. is this has been an ongoing thing for Is this construction? No, no, no. Oh, okay. This has been an ongoing thing for the last like almost two months now. So I've had this driving saga. It has finally come to a, clinclo- a conclusion. But it has not come to a conclusion without hardship. I thought I may lose my license for a month. Didn't. Only had to pay a fine. Be Bless the us. The, the three people ahead of me in court did everything they could to try and make the judge angry. Uh, so I go through court, pay my fine. Now, when you leave court, the guy's like, hey, you can't pay today. We have to process all of this. And, you know, you pay online tomorrow. Fine. I pay. It's all taken care of. I come home on Sunday to receive a letter that was received by us on Saturday that says, notice of license suspension, reason not appearing in court slash paying fine active September 25th. So I go to call the state offices for the DMV on Monday, Monday, Mm. Rhode Island celebrates as the only state in the nation victory over Japan day. So it's a, it's a state holiday. These people are not working. I didn't realize this until like 10 calls to the DMV in. (laughs) And then I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Everybody's off today. So I called them yesterday. And I'm like, hey, I paid. I showed up in court. Why did I receive this notice? And they're like, oh, no, you're good. Everybody that appears in court gets one of these. And I was like, what? I was like, so you must get calls like this all the time. They were like, yeah. I was like, why do you send out notices that people's licenses are going to get suspended? Did you ask them this? Yes. And they were (laughs) like, well, it's just kind of a reminder. Like, it's meant to be a reminder. It's like, then say reminder, pay your fine, or you will get your license suspended. Don't say, <laughs> hey, your license is suspended because you didn't pay a fine when you did. I was anxious they... for like three days over that. I was going to rat list it last time, but I wasn't sure. I didn't want to change it. They were like, no, you're good. I was like, can you check? And they like checked. They were like, yeah, case closed. 
Also, that's so dunks, weird. And they automatically get sent out. So why would you send that out the day of? Like, they don't even give you a chance to pay. It's automatically <laughs> sent. Like, there should be, like, a five-day grace period where you don't yeah. get, like, mentally bullied a by the attack. state. Yeah, like, the state <laughs> doesn't, like, put you at gunpoint and mm-hmm. be like, hey, I know you paid, but just just reminder, pay. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's horrendous. That doesn't even. Dude, that doesn't I even like went into shock for ninety seconds on Sunday because I thought I like they you. went to the monitor and like doubled back on their decision to just find me. Mind you, <laughs> I was just texting and driving, but like I'm an anxious person, so things build up. No, no, no. I didn't I do agree. anything. If you didn't hear the last pod, I agree. Um, I'm gonna rat list moving my sister Grace into school. Mm. She is an RA an activity, mm-hmm. so she moved in early, right? Yes. Now. I'm going to rattle to Emanuel College. I'll name drop it. Don't care. If you go to Emanuel, your school sucks. Uh, <laughs> we get there, right? First off, left at 930. Traffic, getting to Boston, bad. Not fun. You know, I, this is a whole day. Whole day of rattles. I'm going to start from the yeah. top. Okay. Get in the car. <clears throat> Already not looking forward to it because we leave an hour, like 30 minutes late because my mom gets a phone call that she has to talk, like answer. So my sister and they are just waiting by the door, right? Rattlist, having to wait 30 minutes, get out the door extended the day was not happy and i already woke up early and i, I didn't sleep well last night get on the road two minutes in i call my mom like hey just to let you because I, I don't know like the route perfectly i'm an anxious driver i have road rage i i, I don't like driving into mm. the city i take yeah. the t to avoid it we've talked about this two minutes in the drive call my mom we're going here right and she goes yeah yeah just follow me i'm like okay fine that works look down don't have gas have to stop at the gas station pissed whatever not the best little reroute get to the gas station when I tell you that every FedEx truck in the county of Bristol County decided to be at that one exact gas station at that time, there were literally five FedEx trucks in the gas station parking lot, along with two gas tankers. I wonder if that's a diesel fuel thing, because Probably. I was driving this weekend and I passed a gas station and the diesel price was all zeros. So they were definitely out of diesel. So I wonder if that was hmm. like the gas station that, that had oh, it. like that's the only one with diesel. Like they have a, it was a 24 hour. It was a 24-hour combi, so they probably got some diesel. But I was mad, got in the parking lot, just amazed getting around these people. And then the tr- trucks are so big that my mom and I were trying to go out the exit and another car was coming. And they had to, like, screech on the brakes and let us go because they weren't fucking paying attention either. So rattles that, get on the highway, it's fine. Traffic inbound was annoying because I was trying to follow my mom and cars kept cutting in between us. So I was getting frustrated. Whatever, finally get there. We go past these like cones to get to a certain area. The the campus police comes up and say, just like he, he was very nice. He was just like, You're you're supposed to be here, right? Like what I'm like, Yeah, we're allowed to be here. We're just moving stuff in. So I was I was already irritated, right? You know how when you move into school, I know you were a commuter, but you move into school, they have yeah. these like b- these bins for you to wheel around, right? You can wheel your stuff. They have I don't know, but I would imagine that is a, yeah. a thing. Yeah. They have these big bins they can wheel. Yeah, not for RAs. That's for when the students move in. So we got no bins. There was nothing. There was nothing to help you us. Think the RAs stuff. would get more respect. <clears throat> you think? Even though so, I'm pretty but... sure they do get like free housing. Is that true? Uh, it's it's a percentage, and then the second that's year they get free housing. Spot, so. but no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, true thing. No, yeah, that's standard. Or it's it's very cheap the first year, and then 100 percent off like every second, third, or fourth year you do it. <clears throat> She's gonna do it for this year and then next year because she's going into her junior year right now so we get there we there's no there's no wheelie stuff but my mom brought this dolly right this thing to like wheel stuff in now my mom gets very mad when i put her on the rat list 
right? Mm. This, this dolly is like a three, a three pod streak she's on. She's on a way. heater. She's on a heater. Do you, do you remember gym class when those rolly things you had that you would roll on just the pads? That's the thing. Like That's the little, like, mm-hmm. imagine like a wakeboard with wheels. Mm-hmm. Effectively, that was what we had. Yes. That was boogie the dolly. board. No, no, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, boogie board, right? She brought that and bungee cables to tie the, to keep the stuff in place as it rolled. I, mean, I so, guess you have to work with what you got. It was not effective. It was terrible. They had a dolly inside, though, right? Like they had something you could roll. It was it was very small, but they had something you could roll inside. Uh, it was basically like a miniature, a miniature version of the things they have at Home Depot. It's got the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it's got the handles you can push it. However. No hand. There's no ramp. There's no ramp oh. into the building. It well, is that's, three sets. that's not very inclusive. <laughs> not at all. It's so, 2023. They don't have a wheelchair ramp into the building? No, not in the front, and we couldn't oh. access the back. So, no. So, we had to carry everything. Was but there my mom was, in the back? Maybe, but we don't have access to that. So I wonder, I wonder if that's a lawsuit. Need. Emmanuel College. Rat is just going to rob them. Mm-hmm. We start carrying stuff in. We get the first set up in. Then we're like, okay, let's start using the dolly. My mom yeah. was hell-bent on using this dolly. And we weren't parked directly in front of the building. So we could just carry stuff, get it inside, put it on the dolly inside. There was like, I'm trying to think like how far it was. It was like a, a 100, 200-foot walk, which isn't long, right? It wasn't like we were walking across the, the campus. But it was just long enough where using the dolly is useless. But it's annoying to have to carry it that distance. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And also because there was construction on campus. And so there was a giant hose running across the sidewalk. So you have to lift the dolly over it every time oh. to use the dolly and go across the sidewalks and a sewer grate in between the two sidewalks where they split up. And so my mom was just starting piling stuff on this dolly. And I'm like, mom, this isn't working. She's like, I'm going to use it. And so I just started picking stuff up off the dolly and carrying it myself. And then she got really mad and put the dolly away. Um, so we put all, we got, took a bunch of trips back and forth, back and forth to the car, got it in front of the building, took more trips back and forth, back and forth up these three miniature flights of stairs. They weren't like full flights, but like <clears throat> sets of five stairs. There were like three sets of mm-hmm. five, four sets of five stairs <clears throat> getting into the place we needed to be. Correct. And then we got it all there that we put it all in a dolly, brought it all the way to the elevator left it in front of the elevator, took trips up the elevator, got it up to the fourth floor, fourth floor, got all around the corner, got in front of a room. Um, so that took forever. That was annoying. That took like an hour, maybe an hour and a half just to get all that stuff up and sounds up and like around, you got exercise today. Though. Clearly. Yeah. yeah. It was annoying. It was um, back like a piece of cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will be. Um, I have some leftover Mexican food in the fridge. I'm going to be eating later. Uh, all right. Uh, quesadilla and tequila. Mind you, I just want I want everybody to understand right now. We we have written out what our rat list will be on our show sheet. I'm not so done. See. Jack is two bullet points out of five into this story. I'm not done. No AC in the building. Zero. I it is maybe 80 degrees in this building. 85, and I'm lugging stuff back and forth all around, bringing a bunch of shit. That was terrible. Luckily, Grace has this like industrial sized fan she put in her room. So like the room was okay Baller. after a little while. Yeah. Yes, but it was it was truly like truly horrible. It, it, it was horrendous. No, it was cooler outside than in the building. Yes. It was terrible. Um and then my sister brought way too much shit. Ratless Grace. Just obscenely way too much stuff. I'm sorry, I don't care. We we filled two full cars with with the seats down in the back, <laughs> useless. So uh, uh, pissed, right? So 
<coughs> excuse me, sorry, Rattlers Grace for that story. One of the things she brought was a mirror. And you asked, oh, yeah, of course, you bring a mirror, whatever. Mm-hmm. First of all, we get there. Grace brought two mirrors. I look at my mom. I said, mom, I will bet you $20 there is a fucking mirror in the room. We get there. There's a oh. mirror bolted to the back of her closet door oh, in the room. No. There was a mirror. The mirror she brought, one was like a wall mirror. It's a big circle. It's fine. Yeah. Whatever. It, it, useless. The other one was a five-foot-tall mirror that weighed like fit. that weighed yeah. like 20 to 30 pounds. For what? Why do we need a five-foot-tall mirror in a dorm room? What are we doing? <clears throat> like, like, and it'd be one thing, right? There's nothing to prop this up on. If you want to look in the mirror, I'm gonna be standing up on YouTube. You have to you have to be like bending down to use the mirror. Unless you're four foot tall. How tall is your sister? Like five six. So she's gonna be like bending down. And guess what, Sam? The mirror is five feet. It is, but it's on the floor. It's on the ground. She slants it. Like, like if she leans it against the wall, you can use it. I don't care. I don't care. It's stupid. It it's literally, it's just now, sitting listen, in the corner I understand the there is a mirror in the room, so all of these points are valid. Like, two mirrors already had a mirror. Talk. And the mirror that's on the closet door is literally elevated, so she can just stand in fucking yes. front of it. The, the mirror that we brought is just standing in the corner. Maybe and she's the, making a fun house. The reason I was, the reason I was so mad, semester. I was so mad at the mirror is because... It was like one of those things that you can't carry anything else. I was mad at the mirror. <laughs> you well, you're carrying this five foot tall, thirty pound mirror upstairs. I can't have something in my other hand, right? Yeah, this was a no, one no. trip item. Yeah, this one is trip items a are the worst. Thing. No, I I can I carried it myself, oh. but like I could. That was my one trip. I I, I it right. was a one tripper, right? So there's that. The worst thing I carried all day, and this is another rat list. Cases of water bottles might be my least favorite thing to carry. They're not heavy. Those are tough. They're not heavy. They're just awkward. They're just heavy enough where it's annoying, but they're, they're not heavy. like they're not the right like size where you can like prop it up somewhere. You just have to kind of hold it awkwardly and carry. They it usually have like uh, like where there's openings on the side where you can grab them. No. Yeah. But when I'm piling other stuff on top of it to make one trip, that stuff starts to rip. So I've got to carry it underneath and walk like an idiot. Oh. So that's something. What else do I got? Shitty cabinet. Oh, <laughs> great. <laughs> this, this, this was where I got mad. This was, this was like the anger peak of the day. Now, did you act out? What do you mean? Like, did you yes. let everybody know you were angry? Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I broke this cabinet almost like oh, I, I, I broke I, this cabinet. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it's still functional, but it's a little broken. So Grace bought this cabinet for her room, right? Because she lives in a fucking penthouse. Apparently. She bought this. It's just like I don't know how to describe it. I bet I can find it. Let me something that runs in the family. You shopping for the penthouses, and then now I was RA dorm is a penthouse. I was so yeah right. I forgot about that. I was so mad. I don't even like know if I could find an image to like explain what this is. Um, So Grace brought her own cabinet to college. Yes, but she brought it in the box. It was not built. It was not built. So so who had to build it when we got there? You did. Me. I had to build it. And it wasn't one of these things where you just pull out of the box. They have those stupid little wrenches. No. I needed a screwdriver and a hammer to get this done. So the they did room. not provide you with the tools to no. do the job. No. And I was hoping I'd be like, oh, you need this. And Grace would be like, oh, yeah, damn. We'll build another time. She goes, no, I brought that stuff. I'm like, all right, great. I'm really glad you brought it. it. <clears throat> Sitting on the ground. But 
the way the construction worked was the first like five portions were just you put these little pegs and you connected them together and then at the yes. end you would nail everything in like and a it big would form together yes but the issue with that was the pieces kept fucking falling off when you tried to move it anywhere were you and supposed so to glue I, them no because you can take no, it apart they're just it. pegs no that's the thing you can't take it apart though because i did nail it in and screw it in at the end so oh yeah you nail them okay so but that, that that part only happens at the end when you box it all in so at the okay. at the start when it was just the the shell it was just like the middle shelf and the in the the sides it was just like loosely fitted together. And so whenever I tried to move it or adjust it, it would fall. It would fall. It would fall. They'd get in the way. And at one point I just smacked it and it like chipped open a little bit somewhere. So she got some chips in it that I was mad. And then it took me like an hour and a half to build this one cabinet. And I was so mad. And at one point, like, I don't know if there was like, you know, styro the styrofoam packing stuff. It like got near me and i threw it away but it like floated in the air and fell on me and i threw it away again it floated in the air and fell on me i just started snapping it in half and i threw it in the corner this sounds like it was like your like uh it was oppenheimer just, this was my oppenheimer. yeah yeah this was your <laughs> this was i was awful. gonna say it but i didn't know if you wanted me to say it no we'll yeah. say i, I this, say this was your uh atomic bomb i say it too often um that was all well, that's what that's what monday's holiday was celebrating by the way yeah. that that i couldn't call the dmv that was terrible. And building furniture is a rat list as well. It's it's truly okay. horrendous. Um, so that made me mad. Good uh, rat we list got, story. We got Tasty Burger at the end, so I was happy eventually. Okay. Um, but uh, and also getting to hammer in the nails on like it was just like the backing things you hammered in. Was I, that your cathartic? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, literally sitting there smiling. Nobody's giggling, getting like, those nails out. No, no, no. How no, did no. your and ankle I, hold up in all of this? By the way. It's fine. My ankle hasn't been as bad lately. Okay. It's definitely still very swollen, but I think yep, it's up and like... down the stairs. <clears throat> yeah, no, I was good. I got my Crocs on it. We were good. All right. Each of us have rat four rat lists, by the way, today. We so got plenty of stuff for it. This is hit, hit 10 me. minutes in, and we have done a quarter of it. Yes. We're, we're right, going. Your, your turn. I'll throw it to you. A rat list Emanuel College. Rat list people who drive cars that either used to be police cars or they look like this police is, cars. This is a great rat list. This if is you phenomenal. are. Like driving one of those cars, you are the worst person ever. Mm -hmm. They should not even sell cars that are the same model as police cars. Not even look like it. I don't care if it's not Correct. the same brand. If it looks anywhere like it, well, I and if not you have the bumper thing on the front, you're the worst. I had somebody. I was yep. driving through a neighborhood this morning that was riding my ass in one of these cars. Horrible. And it was a morning where it wasn't extremely warm out. It was misty, so I couldn't see super duper clear out my my back mirror or back mm -hmm. back window, right? Yeah. So yeah. I see a black Ford SUV with the bumper on it behind me, and I'm like, "All right, well, I can't speed." I just talked about being afraid of losing my license for like five. Of course, minutes. of course, right? So now I'm like angel driving. Like I'm like, okay, I'm stopping mm -hmm. at the stop signs, as everyone knows. I'm not a fan of, uh, and I have this guy riding my ass in the neighborhood. I'm like, what is going on here? So if you are driving one of those cars, you are the absolute worst. You yeah, didn't go to ball tier. this weekend, Jack, but on the way to 295 from the gym, there was somebody's car, clearly used to be a police car, had the blue stripe mm -hmm. on the side, had the bumper on the front. Oh. It was like, it was a sedan version. Parked right next to the road. Nobody in the car. I That's had somebody awful. that I was driving say, hey, there's a police car, watch out. I was like, no, I saw it on the way there. It's just somebody's car. Yeah, it's awful. That's how, first of all, how are people buying police cars resale? 
Yeah, I don't get it. Is there like a Craigslist or a Facebook marketplace where <laughs> cops are just like, yeah, all right, like this one, the police department's like, we need some extra money. The, the tax, taxpayer dollars are not enough. <laughs> I ran into something like this today because I, like I told you, I was following my mom to yeah. um, the school and I may or may not have run a red light in Boston because Good I was trying you. to follow her, right? Mm. But then as soon as I get through the very clearly... That should be allowed, by the way. Yeah. Like, if yeah, you get was... pulled over for running a red light, just be like, I was following that guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and as soon as I got through the definitely still yellow light, um, I see this car turn down. It was a Chevy, but it was like, it looked the, it looked the model. Mm. I was like, please, God, don't ruin this morning for me. And then they turned eventually, but I was just like, fuck you for even... Spe- like, speaking of like that... The motherfucker yeah. that got me for texting was undercover. Oh, it was not what? a Ford police car. Yeah. Yeah. Like around yeah, here, like yeah. all the cop cars are Fords. It was undercover and they got me. Ratless. That's horrible. Hopefully, That's like terrible. this is the last time I have to talk about I have to talk about that saga. What a mess that was. But yes. <laughs> That's awful. If you're if you're driving a car that looks very similar to a police car, ratless. Bad. That's awful. Uh speaking of cars, I I was driving home today, right? And my mom and again, we're two in separate cars. I know relatively how to get home, but I happen to be behind my mom at this point. Um, and so when you are on the highway, right? And there's you're in the far right lane because our exit was coming up. You're supposed to take turns, right? One car goes, then the car comes on the on-ramp. Another car goes. Yes. We were not in traffic. We were fully like driving. Like we were fine. And so one car went up and cut my mom off and got in front of her. And I see another car coming back, but I'm like, all right, there is about 10 cars lengths behind me. There is an obscene amount of room behind me. And I don't think he's like, he has to yield. Cause if you're on the off ramp, you yield. That is how it works. And so I'm like, let me speed up. I'll get behind my mom close so he can just go behind me. Right. Right. Cause I'm thinking, okay, he's not even fully down yet. I'm not going to mm-hmm. cut him off. I'm just going to like, let me speed up. Let him sure. go behind me. <clears throat> this fucking asshole speeds up rides next to me in the breakdown lane to the point where I'm just like, let me just slow down a little bit and let you fucking go around me. He speeds around me in front of me. I flip him off. Mm. Right. As you do, he stops, gets back in the breakdown lane, opens up his window and goes, come here. And so I drive by him and I wave and I say, bye, asshole. And I just speed past him. Like, wh- like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. It, it, it was like one of those moments. He, like, he definitely thought he was like this big alpha tough guy, but he definitely just got a tiny fucking penis and he's compensating for something. Hmm. It, it pissed me off. Nothing so it made me so deeply angry. Like, like you had fucking 10 cars behind me mm. and you just had and granted there wasn't a lot of space in between me and my mom there was maybe like a car and a half gap there so he would like if he had gone in front of me i would have had to put on the brakes to let him go or he could have just fucking gone behind me like a normal human being that has a fucking brain mm. and just go on with his day but he had to be a dick he like stared me down as he was like riding towards the breakdown lane at the end of the merge lane and like like he goes, what are you doing? I'm like, dude, there's like, I can, I can barely even see the car behind me, and you're making a big deal of this. So I flip him off, and he comes, and he goes, what? And I just stare at, stare him down, and like wave and say like, yeah, fuck you, see you later, buddy. And I kept driving. Have I done pre- the proceeding? Have to get I done in the, left the lane I anyways. wish I could drive a tank thing on here before. Yes, you have. Yeah. And in that moment, yeah, that, if that, I, that's if I tank, tank moment. Like if I had a tank, <laughs> see you, buddy. Enjoy the uh, guardrail. <laughs> 
I was safely unbelievably angry. I, I was I borderline not safely in this case. I was so mad he had to go. Oh, that was uh, that was awesome. He's a piece of shit. He he goes mm-hmm. beyond the rat list. He deserves like uh, oh. prison. Go, go like that, prison? that is prison. That's okay. the prison list. That is that is one of those. If you break this unwritten rule, go to jail. You're an asshole. See you later. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, that's prison time. That's a fine. That's show up in court. Get is get a shitty list? message from Rhode Island. I was I was so mad because this was after all the moving in stuff that I was like angry at. And then more driving stuff on the way home. My mom and I get stuck behind people who just decide to go like 30 miles an hour in a 40. So we're just driving there angry from all day is terrible. It was awful. Anyways, sorry. I'll continue. All right. So this is a good one. I've been waiting all day for that, by the way. I've been waiting for I can tell like this is this is the best rat list we've ever done. Maybe it it might even be title material, like greatest rat list of all time. Like Kristaps injury news, greatest rat list of all time. <laughs> it's just up there. I will say, uh, rat list, the white trash Avengers that hang out by the basketball court near my house. <laughs> I saw this on the sheet. <laughs> yeah. So Jack has been to this. Uh, he came and he played at the basketball yeah. court with me and a couple of friends before. So he's been to this area. Now yes. they were the white trash Avengers were not there. This is a new bunch. This is a new thing that's started to happen at the OB basketball court. Me and the boys would go play there sometimes. Yesterday, I just went by myself because nobody wanted to play. And I wanted to just shoot around and have a little bit of fun after work. So I pull in the lot. And this is like the uh, like like the bunch that's like really into cars. Like they drive like old cars, <laughs> but they trick them out. Like they have super cool engines and, and all that stuff. Like they had their hoods open. We called them so the truck all- kids in high school. Yeah, like they're all hanging out by the court, which is fine. Like, hang out, like do whatever you want. <laughs> this also stems back to a couple of weeks ago. I was there. We were all playing, like a good amount of us. And <clears throat> dude, they just kept like multiplying. Like every time, like we went up and down the court, <laughs> we looked over and there was more of them. And they're yeah. all like slamming back booze in the parking lot. And the best, like the ringleader, is this like ten year old kid, and he's like out there just like smoking weed. He doesn't care. <laughs> He, he can't be old enough to like be in middle school yet, but he's out there running around. Like he's always there. I swear to God, these people, like they're just always there that the, the basketball court has become the new hangout just to like, just like go be hoodlums. Like I sound like an old man, but it's less about that. It's just like, dude, like why are all these white trash, like people around here? The hoodlum word was the, the peak. Yeah. No, no, no. This is Sam yells at cloud, but like it's 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 a weird thing it's like not kids being kids it's just like like this does not need to be happening like go do this somewhere else that's good why why is no one like i was like almost like i almost had like a call the cops moment but like i was shooting around like i was like looking over my shoulder like to see if they were like trying to gonna gonna go in my car sam turns karen and calls the cops i'm not karen but like i mean my man timmy's just running around like just (laughs) ripping cigs like Little Timmy, he's acting like he's twenty-five. Little Timmy, I love Little Timmy. So rat list the white trash offenders. Of course, of course. Uh, we gotta run it back a moment. Trucks on highways. I, I I cannot express to you enough. Trucks should not be allowed on highways. Banish. I think there should Make, be a, a a designated roadway truck for like highway. That's what I was gonna say. Stuff, there should yeah. be a truck highway because it is one thing when there's a truck in the right lane and you can pass them. It is another thing when there's a truck in the left three lanes and you can't really do shit. 
It's another when it's both lanes. And it's another when there's a fucking asshole in a gray Honda going less than the speed limit in the third lane over. And then there's a truck in the next lane over. So you just, you're just fucking stuck because people are passing you on the left, passing you, passing you, passing you. Cause you can't do shit. You can't go back into the far right lane. Cause the truck's right here going the exact speed, which he's not doing anything wrong. He's just a truck, which fuck you. And then there's somebody going too slow. So I'm stuck here going 60 miles an hour with a truck going 65 right next to me. So I can't do shit for maybe yep. like five to 10 miles. There is nothing worse. Than it's just infuriating. It, it, it was painful. And the best part is I'm just fucking fearing for my life because that truck tips over. I'm dead. Like straight up. I'm fucking gone. I've got no chance. Like I, I've got a RAV4. I've got an okay car. This fucking Shaw's truck that's driving yeah. uh, tankered. I, Dude, I got there no is nothing shot. worse than way that when they just like wall up like Trump in his prime on the highway. <laughs> it's awful. I, I I truly don't get it. And like you said, yeah, when there's like a, a, a bunch of them, like, oh, my God, last year I was driving home from New York and, and this truck was like determined to go faster than me. So he kept going in the far left lane to pass me. And I was going like 75. So this giant 18 wheeler is going like 85 to pass me and then going 70 in front of me. So I, I'm like passing him like, all right, well, I'll just go past you. I assume like you're just found a comfortable speed. Leapfrog. He kept passing me and then he kept like. I don't know if he was purposely trying to run me off the road, but he kept like mm. encroaching on my line. Trucks need to be banished. I don't care. F fucking invent teleportation, invent something. So they don't have to fucking exist anymore. I'm over it. They they've got to go the ban Amazon them drones. or, or find somebody better. UPS drivers make 170 K. Let them do fucking everything. you see that mm. today? UPS drivers got a new bump in salary uh, because they're union, which good for them. I mean, shit, I wouldn't want to drive a UPS truck. Get ready to go work at eat. UPS buddy. <laughs> but Man, trucks on highways, not allowed. It's just get it out. But it can't here's the thing. The alternative to that is them on like regular roads that don't have multiple lanes. Also true. Also terrible. Tr banished trucks. I don't care. Just 18 wheelers got to go. Find I just don't like that I can't see around them. I don't like that. Yes. I don't like that Agreed. I don't know what's going on around me. Agreed. They've got to go. I don't care. Uh, last right. one. Kind of from <laughs> full circle here. The yeah. New England Baptist Hospital injury report. <laughs> It's something that I would like to never see again. I kind of I love forgot that, how much I hated it. I love that you dropped the hospital, the full name. We're going, not even well, I can't be like N-E-B-H because nobody knows what it means. You know, That's what you know I how say. I know what it means? I've seen it too many fucking times. <laughs> That's why. I would prefer not to see that in mid-August. Really hate it. <laughs> That's flashbacks. That's uh, Worst tweet of all time. New England Baptist injury report. Terrible. They, they really picked a terrible thing to sponsor. Like, yeah, like I would say Ratless the hospital, but they probably do like help people. So like it's kind of well, I would assume they help yeah. people. But I tell you now, if I'm it, it if ruined I, my day many a time. If I'm in an ambulance bleeding out and they say, Hey, you can go here or here, I'm not going to New England. Baptist. Yeah, actually, yeah. Spite won't use the hospital. <laughs> they can say it's a 10 minute journey. You could risk don't care. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Oh my Good god. Point. What a rat list. You know what? Power rankings of hospital, hospital that rules, Hasbro. You know why? They make mm. toys. Same people. <laughs> That's why. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, Hasbro oh Children's God. in Rhode Island. Shout out Boston Children's because my family lived there as kids because we just keep getting fucking hurt. Henry taking naps. That, yes, but Henry also, Henry got hit with a golf club in the face. Henry got hit with a oh, bat that's in the right. face. Yeah, you got... Was it you that got hit with the bat too, or just him? 
both of us. We both, both got of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, Henry got hit in the face with a bat twice. That's a Simone family tradition. Like, all the boys, <laughs> like, have to get hit in the head with a baseball bat. Like, when Jack Henry. and Henry eventually have children, like, they got to go in the backyard and get whacked. Well, I've told my story. I was running laps in the field, and some dude was taking practice and got hit. Henry got hit in the face with a bat twice. Twice. <laughs> the, the first one, he was very young and trying to teach <laughs> He was trying to teach Grace how to bunt. And so he got up real close to like pitch the ball. And she didn't bunt. Oh, she just, she, just like, she hit him and it hit him in the lip and he like split his lip open or something. This like is that. not like the fun, like people just getting like murked that I like. I don't I don't like this stuff. Oh. And then the other time he got hit in the head with the uh baseball bat, it was me. Oh. And I was taking practice. Family like, crime, dude. I was taking you guys practice. The mafia? On the like other side of the driveway, right? But I just I accidentally let go of the bat. <laughs> oh, it, that's really bad luck. <laughs> if you get drilled with a flying bat. And it, and it uh it flew across the, the driveway. It hit him right in the eye. So he was like uh, is it Floyd Mayweather whose eye was just like this and like a ball? It was he was like that for like two this. weeks. Like in terms of like funny looking injuries, like swollen <laughs> eyes gotta be towards the top. it. Was it was bad? Uh, and he got hit with the face with a golf club too because we had this like putting green thing in our basement when we were kids, and my sister was putting and she got mad and she swung it around and she smacked Henry in the face. <laughs> Henry took a beating, man. Henry's got some tough. Uh, what else? Uh, ho- other hospital things. I was running around when I was three. I. uh I slammed my chin on a cabinet and bit through my tongue. <laughs> hmm. We were we were hospital kids, man. We uh, they knew us. They knew us by name. Shout out Boston Children's. We can tell those stories at length later on. But we are an hour and forty minutes into our recording, so we will wrap up here. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you listen to this whole show, you're a true fan. We appreciate you for tuning in. Hopefully, you like the rat list. That was a. 33 minute rat list for you guys. This may be a top show of all time that we've done actually, because we had real news. We did 50 minutes on the Celtics. We barely did NBA stuff, which people tend to not like, but when there's Mm -hmm. stuff, we have to talk about it. Then we did the rat list for a half hour. I mean, even NBA stuff, we did like 18 minutes of NBA. It's not like we didn't do NBA. Like we did stuff. Oh yeah. We had the Reddit post. Yeah. So we had a lot of stuff, but thank you all for tuning in. Send us an email. HBTC pod POD at gmail.com. Uh, just in case you spell pod differently, uh, leave us a comment. Leave us your rat list. Were there any rat lists we missed? Did we miss any rat lists that oh, we I didn't even in the look comments? at the rat list, man? Oof. It's we we're at hour forty in. This all we'll right. catch up on the we'll comments next for next time. time. <clears throat> yes. Um. But thank you all for tuning in. Leave us your rat list in the comments. We will be better checking them. Send us an email or DM. We check that too. I think that's super cool. Uh. And yeah, thank you all for listening. Subscribe to How About Them Celtics. Leave us five stars on Apple and Spotify, and leave a comment. Again, comments my favorite part of the show. Shout out CLNS. Thank you guys again, mm. and all that. Same take us home. Yes. Thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, you're either on our YouTube or CLNS. If you're on CLNS, make sure you head over to our channel too. Make sure you subscribe to us. Leave a like, leave a comment, hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of our daily uploads. We've been putting them out this summer. Keeping everybody up to date on their Celtics dosage. I, <laughs> Sam I, pauses. I was trying to think of a creative way to put it across. But yes, make sure you follow the channel. We've had a great deal of growth this summer. We appreciate it. If you're listening, you can find us on Apple and Spotify. You can leave a nice five-star review, like Jack said. As far as socials go, it's at How About Them Seas, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. The Facebook page is just the name of the podcast. All of our live streams will be there. There's going to be one coming up. Uh, Monday night, I believe we're doing a live stream with the first to the floor fellas. 
doing a nice trivia fun thing. So be yes, on the lookout yes. for that. We need to be plugging that. We'll plug it on the shorts when they come Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Um, you can find us on Twitter. Jax is at Jaxmon NBA. Mm-hmm. You can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. Uh, we have a nice collab piece coming up for Celtics blog sometime soon. That's it for us. Bye. Yeah.